pay up or head straight to jail. Rebecca's legal woes exposed, plus Paul and Carini cut off by TLC. The family Chantel star has a new American man and much more. Stay tuned to 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Boom, there it is. Hello, 90 Day Fiance fans. Welcome to the show that covers every single one of the week's hottest 90 Day news headlines. Thank you so much for joining us live. A ton of you already hanging out in the chat from all around the world. Welcome. Make sure you're giving us our, our, your thoughts because you are our third host and my uh, second host tonight. My second chair. You guys uh, might know Linda usually sitting in this spot. She will be back next week. But we have a fabulous villain in the meantime. A familiar face. You all know our producer, Brie Phipps. Hi, everyone. Excited to be here. Hey, yeah. It was a good juicy week it for you to come was. and join us. I'm excited. Yeah, well, let's jump right into it. Tons of headlines to cover this week, and we are so happy that you guys have joined us live. I want to take a second and shout out Paula and Sarah and Selwonk and Miller Kofer and Karina and everybody who has joined us from all around the world. Make sure you are hitting that big red subscribe button and giving us a little thumbs up, and also that you keep all these comments coming, because we are about to discuss our top story of the week, Rebecca's legal issues. This one hit a couple days ago, and it's a big shocker. So let me give you the details here. There's a lot to it. And yes, Rebecca could be in jail by next week. And I'm not just uh, pumping that up, guys. This is serious business. So she owes thousands of dollars in back child support to her ex-husband, who took her to court in 2014 to finally get her to pay up. And um, they worked something out at that time. That was years ago. But she was supposed to pay a little over 300 bucks every month since then she, to uh, pay back her total of over five grand that she owed. Well, apparently it is so warm in here, is it not? I'm going to go and go ahead and ask our producer, J-Lo, to make sure she cranks up the air conditioning. I actually conditioning. feel it a little bit coming in, so there I think they just comes. got turned Woo! on, so we'll get you cooled down, these, these headlines are too hot. We can't handle it, guys. All right, going back to Rebecca, who uh, was supposed to make these monthly payments. She didn't do so, and uh, her ex-husband took her to court again earlier this year, where she was found in contempt of court. So there's a lot of numbers that we're throwing around here. Um, I can't even think right now. Well, I am let me about just take it from melt. you for that for a second, because I know what a lot of people in the comments have been saying, which is, how has Rebecca been able to do all of this when uh, with Zaid, you know, going to the country, to paying for all that stuff? We saw her giving him a lot of money, uh, and she owes all this money to her ex and for her kids. So I don't know about you guys in the chat. We'll see what you have to say. I'm sure Christy will let us know all the juicy gossip you guys are about to say in there. But I do say that that does strike a point. If you do owe this much money, can you really afford to be going to another country, spending all this money, giving your... I know we we had that whole thing go on on the episode where he said he got it from his sister, but we saw her give him a, a plenty good amount of money. 
Yeah, she was definitely throwing it around over there. And so the trouble for her now is that there was a court date uh, just right before Thanksgiving where Rebecca was a no-show. She was MIA from this court date. And so the court filed against her and sided with her ex-husband. In addition to that, they tacked on another couple grand for his court fees. And they set this pay schedule that you guys are looking at right here. So she owes uh, in total about six. $6,500, and if she doesn't begin payments of two grand starting this Sunday, she will be found in contempt of court and will be thrown in jail by 8 a.m. the next day. So what that means is that she is paying $2,000 on December 15th, January 15th, February 15th, and then the rest of everything she owes on March 15th. And if she misses any of those payments, Rebecca will be going straight to jail. This is serious, and as you mentioned, Bree, all the fans are wondering how she had money to spend on Ziad and going there to visit him if she is owing, uh, you know, over $6,000 to her ex-husband. I mean, it's a fair point to bring up, and it doesn't, I'm guessing, help her in court to have on video her spending all this money. Uh, it's it's sad, because I like Rebecca. I really do. She's one of the... Car- uh, people from the last season that I really did connect with and I thought was, you know, she did a great job of always explaining things on her Instagram, which I know she did explain this as well on her Instagram, but it just, it never it never looks good uh, when there's children involved and you're not paying child support. Absolutely, and I do uh, of course want to make clear also that this is not the Moroccan ex who she was married to for yes. just a hot second. This is a guy from way back in the day, her, her baby's father, and um, for him to feel like he had to go to these lengths to get this cash from her is really shocking. I mean, and it's one of those things, like, it's like you can put off, put off, put off, but then you see what she's in. She's in the position now where she has to pay a lot of money or go to jail, where had she just been paying it all along, it wouldn't have been as big of a thing it's a lesson for everyone. Never hold off paying your bills. <laughs> That's right. And the fact that she's not isn't, it's not like it's just hearsay. In addition to these court documents here, Rebecca did acknowledge this situation herself on her Instagram and said, yes, I, you know, I do have a personal life and what you're reading is true. She kind of tried to say like, oh, it's not all true, but she didn't stick to that <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, I think kind of implying that we, we know that this is all the case because of the court talk. I mean, I do in one way like that this came out because I feel it does show that there is the opposite side. Like a lot, most of the time it is, you know, the man owes child support, but we see now that that can be the opposite way as well. That's right. That's right. And I think that actually probably indicates some things about the custody of their kids from way back in the day that um, perhaps her ex-husband had sole custody the kids are? Uh, we don't. Okay. No, and that's something that she's been very private about. Uh, we see a couple, like, cute videos of, like, her daughters doing her makeup and things like that, but uh, for the most part, kind of in the same way that Ashley had done a couple seasons Keeps ago, she has kept the kids which out of Which I do like. Those, I do appreciate that, which I'm, I'm guessing, you know, is a joint decision between her and her ex. Yes, if they are minors, he would have to sell, uh, sign off on that. And uh, thank you, thank you, Brie, for covering me there for a hot sec. Let's check in a little bit with our chat roll, who are, yes, they are shocked about this, wondering, <laughs> and they've strayed all the way away to love after lockup. I've heard that's a good one, guys. Is that, are they saying that that's a spinoff she could maybe be a part of? Oh, yes. And then that she would get bailed out. Great From idea, Selwonk. Is but love, love of, oh, that's VH1. I was like, okay, it's not TLC. So I was like, from one reality show to another. But yes, well, uh, from one uh, 90 day star to about 
12 more. Let's talk about the tell-all being filmed this weekend in NYC. Who are you most excited to see on the tell-all as of right now from what we've seen on the show? Oh, um, I don't think excited is a word that I would use. I, I hate to be negative, but this latest season is a tough one for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be negative, but you know, I mean, they, I don't be, think they have to bring it. In I don't these think it's a negative episodes. thing. You know, we have we're used to a certain pace, and we haven't seen that yet on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we finally got Angela on the show, but even that was a little lackluster. Yeah, and unfortunately. Also for us, there are zero leaks that came out of this tell-all. So it went down on Saturday at NYC, yep. and the only people we know for sure that were there uh, were Michael's ex-wife, Sarah, and Cece, because she talked on Instagram about it. We announced that last week. And then this cast of characters, who um, you so may Emily, notice. Sasha... Right? That's in the left corner? Uh, Yes. So this is uh, several members of the Season 7 cast. We have Emily and Sasha there. Michael's in the back. Marcel and Anna. And then Tanya and Sinjin, curiously not posing together. And who is that gentleman there in the back? Well, that would be the the bloke who spilled this uh, little photo and leaked this out all over the internet. Thank you, Tom, from uh, Before the 90 Days. If one thing that is... Besides, you know, well, I guess there's a million things Darcy's pretty consistent on. But another thing she's pretty consistent on is having exes who just kind of seem to make their way back into tell-alls, whether or not they're on seasons or not. So the crazy thing here is that the last couple tell-alls, we've gotten a lot of dished dirt, a lot of leaked stuff, a lot of details coming out before the tell-all actually aired. Clearly, TLC hunkered down on this one. I don't know what kind of threats they're throwing at the cast because that information is worth a lot of money. I mean, they have had a lot of leaks in the past, so it makes sense that they would want to be a a little stricter with their Right, so nothing coming out here. The only reason we even have this photo is because Tom, who we can assume is likely not under contract any longer, there really would be no reason for him to continue appearing on the show, he is the only one who posted photos. It was just this and then another one of him kind of hugging up on Sinjin. There it is, so Would you be in for this to be a a spinoff right here? A a little romance? Tom and Sinjin travel the world or something? I would watch it. I mean, I think that could be interesting. interesting. No Jesse cameos, please. (laughs) I do want to, you know, we see that we don't have Blake um, and his girl there. We don't have uh, the two from... Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on so many things right now. Yeah, so, and I, I think a lot of them probably maybe just didn't make their way into this little photo. That's um, the hope, this was though, like a par- an after party kind of a situation. That is the hope because I don't. It's it's always a little disappointing at the tell-alls when you don't have people there to explain their sides, or when someone has to Skype in, and then you know. I feel like every time someone Skypes in, something happens where the Skype gets cut off, either intentionally or not intentionally. So hopefully we have them there because I know, you know, I want to know a lot about what's going on with Blake and this whole storyline right now that we have going on uh, about because I'm still not feeling the love from them for each other. So I would like to hear them explain kind of their intimacy on the tell-all. Yeah, and our chat role is really wondering what the heck Tom is doing there. Tom is 
was in New York City for another event, and he has been coming to the U.S. quite a bit in New York specifically, never meeting up with Darcy, FYI, uh, but just making a lot of personal appearances and that sort of thing. So he wrangled his way uh, into some photos with the cast. Kimberly said, if TLC execs are smart, they axed the blonde duo. I assume she's talking about Blake and Jasmine? Or it could be the other two, uh, Michael and... Uh, God, I'm blanking on her. The curly hair... From. Oh, Mike, we didn't see them this last week on on the yeah, show. Yeah, we saw just a little sneak peek of next week. Uh, yeah. But we just know that she, we know that you know coming up, it seems that he's going to let her know about his financial situation. But it, it's almost you know this season has been a slow burn so far. I mean, I don't know where we're going, but so far, Sinjin is like the front runner for me. Yeah. As far as like the person I'm kind of most looking forward to seeing on the show. Yeah, and you guys can all chat, uh, keep the conversation going about who you love this season. Let's go back to the other way star, Devin. All right, we're gonna throw up a little picture of Devin. Breaking news here, guys. And just maybe you've man, seen not, you this might not once. recognize her. Yes, maybe you've seen this. So yes, everybody, this is Devin Jihoon's wife, Young and Drazilla's mom, who you may not recognize here. So In addition to that botched lip fiasco that we talked about a couple weeks ago that she was very open about, Devin had uh, what she was calling a root canal issue over the last couple weeks. People were noticing some swelling in her face, and she said she had a root canal. Well, a couple of days ago, some more details leak out. That's not the only dental work that she had done. Devin also admits that she had her teeth done, uh, some cosmetic surgery. She refuses to call it cosmetic surgery, but I guess tit for tat, whatever the words are. It is definitely cosmetic surgery, because let me tell you, I have chipped teeth in my front. That was a thing from when I was very young, and your insurance will not cover anything for them, like a veneer or a capping, because it is considered cosmetic, unless it is like large, because I have a chip, but it's not considered large enough to not be cosmetic. So this is definitely cosmetic surgery. Just Ah. saying, by legal standards. (laughs) Legally, that's what we're calling it. Uh, Chat roll, let us know what you think about Devin's new look. Meg Blue Shifty Eye says, holy wowza, Devin looks so different. And remember, the family is in... No, you go ahead. Is in Utah right now. They say that they're here for the holidays, but they've been here through Thanksgiving and don't look to be leaving. So my guess is that the storyline that they have all moved to South Korea is probably being replaced with the storyline they've all moved back to America and that they're filming happily ever it's after just right so now. Crazy to me how much her face changed if from just a teeth surgery. Yeah, like it looks like bone structure of nose and cheekbones changed. Yeah, and she said that... Not so much in this photo, but in the one before it that we had. Yeah, that one. It's like her whole facial structure seemed to have changed. And apparently this is something that Devin was always a little bit self-conscious about. She said that now she can be confident and that she has an amazing smile that she had always wanted her teeth to to be fixed. And fixed, I guess that's a terrible word to say. She always wanted her teeth changed. And she said, I now I feel beautiful and I am finally confident to smile again. I mean, I think if if something makes you feel better about yourself, more confident, um, uh, and it helps you, then do it. Yeah. So I, I, there's no shaming here for her doing that. I'm just surprised at how much it did change her face. But if it makes her feel happy and she feels more confident, 
Why not? And you have the money? Absolutely. And the surgery does sound a little bit gnarly. Uh, When pressed about it, she admitted that uh, her teeth were shaved down. And then the dentist puts something like sort of a cap in front of them. So she said um, uh, she comforted. Wow, this is hard today. She comforted a fan who said, that sounds scary. You look beautiful and you've always been beautiful. But this person also asked Devin, did you have a nose job too? Or is the new look just from your teeth? Right, like I said, her nose and cheekbone area seems to have changed. But I guess it could be just from the teeth. Yeah, and I think she's lost a lot of weight too. But Devin said, no plastic surgery. I would never touch my nose. I like my nose a lot. All right, well, there you have it. New teeth, but same gorgeous nose she has always had. And, of course, surgeries like that, they cost a buck. You know, a buck or two. Just just a small, huge fee. Just a smidge. If anyone uh, has ever not had dental insurance, you would know what that means. (laughs) And one of the current cast members is talking dollars and cents, too, in an Instagram comment. I think you guys are going to have a lot to say about this. So there, of course, on the show has been a lot of conversation between Tanya and Sinjin about getting this shed done and putting work in. Well, there's a little more to this story than we saw on the show. While Tanya was commenting on something entirely different. You don't really need to uh, pay attention to all of this. But she did reveal that she has, oh, let's go back to that one, that she supported Sinjin financially for 14 months before he even got here to America. She said, you know, she was a little tired of doing everything on her own, including all the paperwork and, you know, like paying for stuff. So this is a big shocker. I think we've heard before that when the foreigner comes to the United States that the American has to support them because they can't Mm -hmm. work. But this is Tanya essentially saying that she was the breadwinner of the family before they were even together. What I have to say to that was, which is a totally fair thing for her to say, but if it was annoying you that much, then maybe this might not have been the right move. Yeah, It might not have been the right move to bring him over yet. Maybe you guys didn't know each other well enough and then you bring him over you get from what we just see on the show, which we know there's editing that happens. It seems like she's very controlling. Mm. Seems like she's very. It has to be her way. And then she goes up and up and leaves. Yeah, for three, you know, for three months or, or not, sorry, for thirty days yeah. of the ninety days. So uh, I totally get the frustration there, but you also had a choice to make in here, and you chose to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very. That's a good point, Bree. Okay, see, I was going to crap on Sinjin a little bit, but <laughs> you're right. And, of course, as we discussed last week on our weekly show, if you missed it, go back and give that one a listen or a watch on Apple Podcasts or here on YouTube. And uh, we talked about how it's likely that they are broken up now and that she is trying hard to refute pregnancy rumors. I would 100% which not are be still persisting if they were broken up. Absolutely. From the very not. first time we saw them on this show, would not surprise me one bit. No. That they were not together anymore. They, they just don't seem compatible with each other. They seem like they might like each other. Like they might th- maybe there's some sexual chemistry there. Maybe there's some friendship chemistry there. Yeah. But I don't think that they have the patience for each other to make it as a couple. No. Well, I think you might be right. I guess we will find out whenever that tell-all airs that they filmed this last weekend. But uh, someone else who was definitely there, because we just saw her in the photo, is Emily, one half of Emily and Sasha, and mom to baby David. So we saw this family pack up and head out from Russia on their journey to the United States on last week's episode. But Emily's really emotional in that scene. She's crying quite a bit, and... 
some fans noticed something particular about the car seat that baby David was riding in during that drive. So clearly there was a lot more here going on in the scene than what you actually saw. Emily, as she has been doing <laughs> the last several weeks, kind of spilled the tea and gave us the behind the scenes details on Instagram. And this one is very juicy. She says production ordered the car that took him to the airport. That's not uncommon. They got to outfit it with the GoPros and get it all cameraed up so that fans can see what goes down. She says she told them multiple times that she needed a car seat for an infant. Her and Sasha didn't have one because they didn't have a car. And she said when they needed to go anywhere, they would call a car service that had a car seat along with it. So she demands an infant car seat. Their car arrives when they are in a rush to get to the airport. And of course, not an infant car seat, but a bigger one for like, a I don't know, a toddler or something. I don't know. I don't know. Baby stuff. I mean, it depends. <laughs> There's different size. Kids grow at such a rapid rate when they're that little that I think there's car seats for multiple months. and It's like a specific thing. So she says, if they would have waited for another car, we would have missed our flight. I was so stressed from the ordeal that I broke down crying. Luckily, he is huge and the straps fit him. But Emily says, and this breaks my heart, she said, I still feel awful about that car ride. So a lot of guilt here from Emily that in this situation, she she let this happen. I think with young moms... It's very, especially when it's your firstborn, it's very common to have that guilt feel because you want to do everything in your power to protect them. You feel that's your job. So when you feel that something you request and you tried and then you allowed to happen, luckily nothing happened, but I think it's fair for her to say if something were to happen and she hadn't stood her ground and said, no, we're waiting, then she she would feel very guilty. Not that it is her fault. I mean... He is a bigger uh, size for a child of his age, so luckily it all worked out. But you have so many hormones fluctuating. Like, as women, we have that naturally, plus add the childbirth on top of it. And just the whole situation, the travel and Yeah, moving. and traveling traveling with a newborn for that long of a distance, uh, leaving, uh, taking your uh, significant other with you to a foreign country that he's never been to, to my knowledge, and having him, he has all these emotions too, as we saw in the episode. Yeah that we really weren't expecting, it's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to go through. So I don't blame her at all for having a little breakdown, you know. Enough to make anybody ball their eyes out, I will say. Luckily, everything turned out just fine. He's fine. Yeah, he, yeah baby DeVete looks like he, you know, zero Fs there for baby DeVete. <laughs> he couldn't care less. He doesn't less. seem to cry at all. Oh, ooh, Nakia from our chat roll has a good thought. She said, TLC production knew what they were doing. They had it handled, but I can see where she's coming from. Oh, I thought Nikki was saying that, like, they were trying to screw them up. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, I was like, was she saying that they're, they gave them the wrong car seat on purpose? Yeah, that's how I read it, too. But I think Nakia is saying, like, no, they I knew the I car f- seat. They yeah. knew it would be fine. They yeah, knew I feel, David was I feel huge. like production <laughs> would not, like, thank you for clarifying Nikia, because I was like, I don't think production would go that far. Hopefully they would never go that far. Sarah thinks Emily's a crybaby. Interesting. And Kimberly said he was probably over the weight limit for the infant car seat. All right. The moms have the moms have spoken. The moms who know mom stuff said probably wouldn't have gone down with the infant child seat anyway. And Kim said, yep, that adorable, chunky, cute baby was just fine in that seat. And Cindy chimes in. This is great. When I was a baby, my mom just held me. <laughs> True. I mean, as we get progressive in the years i think people get a little (laughs) bit more uh that doesn't really fly anymore no but you know it's also that it's her first baby because i i've i used to nanny and i uh also have younger sibling myself and it it does seem as 
you progress with more children, the more like, okay, it's fine. You get, but the first one, you're always like a little on edge. Yeah. Well, and let's not forget that, you know, Emily and Sasha are raking in the bucks for these appearances on the show and to be put in these kind of uh, crazy situations. Uh, but what happens when TLC cuts you off? You know, like if you spill a little too much dish and you violate that NDA Christy, too no, many times. Christy, no 90 Day Star would ever, ever do that. Oh, Bree. Good thing you're being sarcastic because, as per usual, Paul and Karini have reportedly been cut off financially from TLC. So we know this coming from Paul himself, and this actually isn't the first time they've alluded to it. But he posted a few days ago and said, since we are not getting paid, we will start doing more lives and full YouTube update videos starting next week. So, Paul, not playing nice here. He's been cut off, and they are going in. It sounds like Paul and Karini are going to dish all the dirt. Remember, we never ended up hearing from Karini on the tell-all. So they have a lot in their pocket that fans want to know about. And if they've gone completely scorched earth, if they have nothing to lose, we are going to get some major juice out of these two. we see what they say about each other. Uh, yes, good point, Bree. Because following that up, not too long after, Paul posted and said, "All I hear every day is how I am a horrible father, and she wants a divorce from her horrible husband." Happy holidays to me. And this reminds me of a comment that Karini made a few weeks ago, where she said, "Sharp is cutting us off; they're refusing to pay us because of all this drama." I.e., from you, Paul, putting this I stuff mean, online instead of saving it for the cameras. I mean, we do see a lot from them, you know, and they flip flop a lot. One second we're getting divorced, the next second we're not. Now we're back in uh, her country. Now we're back in America. Now we're posing with Santa and we're happy. Now I'm a terrible father. It's flip-floppy a lot, so they do have a point in that way. But I do think it would be a mistake for TLC to not keep using them because I think that they are someone fans do enjoy watching. even Even if at times fans seem annoyed with them, I think that they like the craziness mm-hmm. that comes with them. Yeah, and fans that we've gotten to know, or I'm sorry, couples that we've gotten to know that well too, I think people just get into like how the last season of Happily Ever After was so huge. I think it's because fans were so invested. Like our chat role who says, Paul is a child. Paul is always looking for the dollars. I've been done with Paul and Karini. Bye. Uh, that people, TLC card got declined. I think people like say we're done with Paul and Karini and they say we're over Michael and Angela, but they're the couples we come back for because as we see with this current season, when we don't get those kind of couples, when we don't get as much drama, we're not as invested and it's an unfortunate thing, but it is true. We watch reality TV because we want to see the crazy. That's a good point. So I don't know. We'll see how long this lasts with them. I feel like maybe if TLC is done with them, then another reality show might swoop them up. I'm just saying. You never know. Well, somebody who is definitely going to make sure that TLC keeps padding her bank account is Evelyn, who was answering some fan questions last night, and when asked why she won't just say whether she and fiance, maybe fiance Corey, are still together. She had this to say. She said, you know, the show is over, but not our NDA. So that's the non-disclosure agreement. Mm -hmm. It's part of their contract. And that's what they sign off on saying, no, we will not reveal anything about our lives or our relationship or about filming. Yeah. Paul. Yeah, we won't post Paul. Uh, Anything that would kind of ruin the show or ruin uh, the storylines of the show. Well, that's not all that juicy. But then she kind of elaborates a little bit when asked when the NDA is over. She said, I don't know. The last one, 
lasted a year. Only Sharp, that's the production company, decides when the contract is over. The last one, as in we have signed another contract, as in we are appearing again on another upcoming season of the show. Yes, this is Evelyn trying to say she's being good and then accidentally leaking the fact that um, she's, you know, violating this NDA. I mean, we all know what happened between Larissa and Corey and her not too long ago, so it wouldn't be a big surprise if they were coming back to the show. And that TLC caught all of that on camera. Mm -hmm. That would be probably very smart of them. I do personally think that this is one couple I would not really care to see again. Right. I mean, unless we're going to get a Larissa cameo. For all the things (laughs) I just said about the crazy. There's a difference between the craziness of a relationship and somebody that's just flat right out mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't like watching uh, how she is. But that's my my personal take. Live viewers, what do you say about another season of Corey and Evelyn? Hatchet Harley says, Corey and Evelyn are boring, too. And uh, they're still talking about how Paul needs a real job. Paul needs a therapist. <laughs> Paul is all the crazy. I mean, that might be very true. Yes. <laughs> they all do have the points. above. All of the above. Well, so look out for some major news on Evelyn and Corey. MG said, of course, Evelyn is a sneaky winch. She has always had the best interest of her pocketbook. Oh, maybe this was calculated to look like oopsie. I don't know. All I'm saying is we kept... The only reason I would want to see them back is, is Corey kept over and over again telling us what a good person she was and how we weren't seeing the full... The only reason I want to see her back is to see that side of her, to like prove to me that she is not just... Someone that maybe isn't the nicest person. I'll just put it that way. I'm going to be nice. Okay. Nice. All right. I like that. We'll tie that one up with a little ribbon and a bow on top while we head over to the family Chantel. So we have not talked about this family or the cast or that show now since since it wrapped. Yeah. And there has not been any news. The spinoff, I think, was a little lackluster for majority of people too yeah and i just but but the fact that they've all been keeping so quiet lately leads me to believe that they are probably filming another season and reportedly so in touch talked to an insider who reports that pedro's sister nicole has a brand new man okay we all saw she was dating some guy a while ago that was from where they're from and it was really cutesy and whatever but reportedly that went south and she is now dating a guy named ale from new York, an American. So, so the insider surprised. said, right? The insider said Pedro is still trying to get his sister and his mom here to the United States, but Nicole may have found another way to make it here on her own. A girl own. who says she doesn't want to come to America, but is dating an American. Okay. Yeah, and she's reportedly been spending a lot of time in New York City with this guy. So, I mean, that could spice up the family, Chantel. I love Nicole. I have a love-hate relationship with Nicole. (laughs) We'll say it that way. Well, I think pretty much everybody loves Larissa, who we just talked about a little bit ago. She always comes up every week. She, I think, is one of the uh, biggest stars of this franchise. But what does Larissa herself have to say? Well, the haters came for her recently um, on social media for using hashtag 90 Day Fiance all the time. She set them straight by posting this. This was a quick post and delete, so pay attention here, guys. She said, I am one of the most famous cast members from the show. She also name drops um, on Fisa and Pow and David and Michael and Danielle and a few of others. But she said, the show and the season is finished in the USA, but it's still airing in other countries. She then goes on to say, calm down, crybabies. 
And now that didn't do anything to really uh, quiet the <laughs> quiet the haters. Imagine well, as we that. all know on social media, if you call someone out, then that's definitely going to make them stop. Right. So apparently she thought she went a little too hard there and deleted that, replaced it with this, saying, to those of you who call me irrelevant and question why I use the 90-day hashtag, it doesn't matter if I'm loved or disliked. I was one of the most viewed and most talked about stories in the franchise. That is absolutely true. She's, and then she reiterates again that her uh, episodes are still airing otherwise and finishes with this. I am relevant and I will always be with 90 Day Fiance. Oh, so Larissa, uh, I mean, you know, calling herself out for her star I mean, status. I think that Larissa does have a right to. She, does, she is one of the most talked about people on the show. She is somebody, whether you love her or not, that you tuned in every week for. Right. Uh, and I would say that she is probably one of the biggest stars from the franchise. She's someone that's still talked about, regardless of the fact that she hasn't been on the show for a while. And I think we'll see her again in future episodes of the show, too. I don't think that that TLC is letting that one go. No, they would be silly to do that. And I think maybe her um, her brazenness here comes from knowing that. Maybe. Right? Like, she can't say, you guys are going to see me on TV again. But she's basically saying, hey, I'm a star and I'm still a star. I mean, Yeah, she does she, think she is a diva now, She's Cheryl. very, very consistent. Uh, Larissa is who she is and she doesn't pretend to be otherwise, which is why we love her. Yes, no one is arguing with her. Kim said she's telling the truth. May said, is she wrong? Mm-mm. Mitty says, no, Larissa is nowhere near famous. Tell us a, a joke and a lot of other people and no, we don't care to hear about her, honestly. Oh. Interesting. Oh. But uh, another chatter wants to remind us that who goes against the queen will Will die. die. (laughs) Well, that certainly isn't us. But interestingly enough, Larissa's Happily Ever After co-star Ashley is saying pretty much the opposite of that today. She also did a little Q&A. And we haven't heard much from Ashley lately, so I thought you guys would find this interesting. And no, guys, uh, even though we might be surprised, it's not that her and Jay are back together and yet again split up again. Uh, Right? Because that would be the... 69th time that we've reported that on this show but you're right it isn't that they are divorced that is kind of a new uh, a new development if you haven't been here for a couple weeks but she is also talking about fame from the show just like Larissa when asked what's the best part of the fame you obtained from the show Ashley drops this bomb I'm not sure there is a best part I wouldn't say I'm famous from a dumpster fire TV show at least not something I care to be famous for wow so this is a complete change of tune since a few months ago when she was like praising production and talking about maybe getting a spinoff. That's not all well, remember, she had to say Remember, that's always Ashley when she is with Jay is all of a sudden she's happy, she wants a spinoff, all of a sudden, and then they break up and then it's, I hate that show. That seems to True. be consistent with her. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, she also said she regrets doing the entire thing. Thing. So when asked if she wishes she didn't do the show, she said, I would like to say no regrets, but yes, I regret almost everything I've done in the past three years. Whew, that is really rough. She said, I wish Ashley today could go back and smack Ashley three years ago. I can't. So I have taken it as a lesson learned, and I'm a dummy. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself, I Ash. I don't really believe her. You because, think she doesn't really feel that way? No, because I think she, regardless, she doesn't like the bad fame, but I think she likes being famous and whether or not she's admitting to being famous she is famous Mm -hmm. she's a lot more famous than she was before the show and she's gotten a lot of perks from it which she enjoys you know we've seen her with the cosmetic stuff that she's done we've seen her now with promoting certain weight loss things on her feed and you know girl you can't take those constant trips to new york that you do without some money 
Yeah, I kind of think where she is now is like comfortable for her, right? She doesn't have all the attention on her, but it's enough that when she wants to make a headline by taking like a bachelor star to a wedding, she can still do that. She can still make the blogs kind of yeah. run after her a little bit. I think everyone, when they get involved with reality TV, hope to be that one couple that everyone just loves, but you gotta take the ups and the downs. If you're gonna mm-hmm. join a show, if you're gonna be on reality TV, if you're gonna be, you know, just like we here, we are broadcasting ourselves out. And we have to take the ups with the downs. Like, we know that not everybody's going to love us, and we can't just take only the love because that's just, unfortunately, the world. We don't get that. Yeah, and our live viewers agree with you. Mayfer says, I don't believe a word either. Uh, and didn't Jesus try to warn you, girl? No, he didn't, remember? Ashley said if Jesus did warn her, she still wouldn't listen. I'm sure that is one of the many things that she regrets. But calling the show a dumpster fire is sort of saying when that she, uh, we're never going to see you on it again. I We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think that people are over Ashley and Jay, which is why maybe she's a little upset by now because she's not getting any kind of positive reinforcement from it she's just getting a lot of negative but again you went back and forth you flip-flopped and he's still looking for attention too he posted today uh the picture of an emergency room and like the ceiling like he just wants everyone to wonder what's going on with him is it a real emergency room the the fake car accident (laughs) is it somebody else's emergency room jay yeah so he's Uh, he's up to the same i think yeah both of them like the fame whether or not I think he's willing to admit it. She's not, but they both love the fame. Yes, I want to welcome live viewer Laura, who missed a little part of our show. Laura, stay tuned, and then you can rewind later and find out why Rebecca may be headed to jail. But I really want to get everybody's opinion on this. So a lot of the 90 Day stars in the past have gotten flack for starting these GoFundMe campaigns or for asking fans for money for different things. This situation is, in my opinion, you guys can tell me what you think, entirely different. Let's take a look here at Robert's son, Bryson. He is such a cutie. Fans are enjoying him on the new season of the show. Look at him there. Such a little sweetie. And apparently he has touched the hearts of a lot of viewers because Robert posted this just a couple days ago. A P.O. Box address where fans can send holiday gifts to Bryson. Now, that seems a little presumptuous, but don't worry. He says to all the loving mothers out there that told me to open up a P.O. Box for Bryson, so they could send him Christmas gifts. Here's the address. He said, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and thanks for the love. This is so sweet. I think that fans have really connected with Bryson that much. They see his situation not having a mom and they want to play Santa to him. I was going to be... This might be a little going towards the negative because you're being so positive, Christy, but I think but... people are... I think they want to send him gifts because they're afraid his dad's too much of a cheapskate to buy him anything. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> he took his girlfriend to a used store for right. clothing and it was like we're going on a nice shopping date like I don't know what Bryson's getting for Christmas necessarily They might that might be the thought process behind it it's like let's make sure he gets some good gifts this year guys but no it's, it is sweet that people do want to send him gifts Yes, anyone who's concerned about how many gifts will be under his tree can go ahead and do that or what that. kind of gifts yeah, yeah, everybody says oh they love, they love Bryson so much and, uh, yeah, I love that idea for that cute little boy. Plus, his dad's got 15 other kids. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Let's talk a little bit about that, actually, Nakia. So, 
Um, Robert and uh, who I've just been calling Porn Granny, but her name is not Porn Granny, of course. Uh, so I'm talking about Bryson's grandmother. They did a little Q&A sesh and spilled some more deets about them that we didn't know before. So Robert, he actually just has five kids, you know. Wait, so only four others, but, too. you know. Um, and when asked where Bryson's mom is, this is so heartbreaking. Robert said, I have no idea, but wherever she is, I hope she's doing well. That's very, very sad. But Robert was also questioned about Bryson seeing his other siblings. And Robert said, yeah, he does in person or on video because Robert sees these other kids when it's the holidays and they don't have school. His oldest kid is 19 years old. Oh, wow. Right? That's old a little is bit Robert? of a shocker. Uh, that's he... a good question. And I know that he is 41. Okay, so he was uh, a little younger. Probably 19 himself, just about. Yeah. And um, he's not the only one, though, that spilled a little bit of details on himself. Stephanie, um, I, I don't think she would be offended by me calling her... Uh, she seems very open with the porn fact granny? that she's a porn star. Yeah, yeah. So porn granny Stephanie Woodcock also revealed a little bit about herself. You might be very shocked to find out that she's a Navy veteran, actually. She used to be uh, an EMT. She's worked as a car wow. saleswoman. And that she was a fan of 90 Day Fiance since the beginning. She has been watching this since episode one, so can you imagine? That's probably why her and her husband, Ben, were so shocked when they found out about Robert uh, dating Annie and being on the show. She also offered a little bit of insight into her porn career and why she got started. She said, I needed money to buy my first property back when the real estate market was blowing up. I did very well in real estate and in the adult industry as well, obviously, because she's still doing it. And no wonder, because she loves it. She said, the freedom it allows me to have is what I love about my work. I work when I want to. I don't do what I don't want to do. That's very important. And she said, I'm always in control of the situation. She, of course, has that sweet guy, Ben, her husband of uh, over 20 years, who we saw her with on the show. She said he's been 100% supportive of his of her career. Without him, she'd be nothing. And he's never once given me grief about my work. We have never once argued about my work. When she's not working, she loves CrossFit and roller derby. Surprise, surprise. And when she was asked about Bryson's mother, that would be her daughter, she said simply, I've spent my entire motherhood protecting my babies, and I won't stop now. As in, she is not, not going to spill the, the deets on that but uh did give us all a chance to get to know her a little yeah. bit i mean i'm i'm happy that she's so open about everything and you know that if you want to if that's what you want to do and everybody in your life and your husband's okay with it like why not i can mm -hmm. do you yeah, I mean, I just really need to know more about her daughter. And I think it would be very easy to assume that uh, part of her daughter's issues may stem from her work, just because that's all we know about her and about Possibly. Bryson's mom. I mean, we might find out more on the tell-all. Mm -hmm. That might be brought up. Um, I think at some point, someone will... Our, our fans and 90 Day Fiance fans are relentless, to say the least, and yeah. they will find the truth. Whether it takes them a week... <laughs> months a year i think eventually we're gonna find out the truth we will on. find the truth and if you want more of porn granny you can listen to her podcast milf and cookies it's kind of a comedy <laughs> thing but they talk about love life and sex of course she and her husband and their friend jason so you can get that on apple Podcasts or youtube as well and before we sign off today we're almost out of time but don't go away we need your help guys we are about to play a round of do we ship it 
So we are going to give you one of the couples from the show, and you're going to tell us whether you think they should be shipped for life, as in in a relationship forever, or are we shipping them out of here, putting them on the boat to Splitsville, and sending them packing on two separate boats, probably. Hopefully. Right? So this week we are going to talk about... Michael and Angela, who are back on our TV screen. So, Brie, do we ship it? I have never believed that Michael and Angela will make it. They keep surprising me by the get back together, but I don't know if it's just for the show or if they have some actual love for each other. I think that if this time it does not work out, if we don't see wedding bells a singing, I think eventually that even if the wedding bells are a singing, they're going to be out. But I think if it does not happen this time, then they are out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, this one might go on longer than some of the relationships, but I think ultimately will end um, in a in a divorce. I think they probably will get married, but let's look at the situation that Michael's coming into, into the United States, and there has been conflicting reports over whether he gets this K-1 visa or not. Mm-hmm. But if he does, he's coming to her home where she's got her six grandkids that she's taking care of. He's it not going to be able to work, so he's going to be papa to them, or yeah, grandpappy. It kind of reminds me of, if you remember, Luis, yeah. who wasn't ready. Yeah for all of that who thought he wanted to come to America and then once he got here changed his mind and I could see Michael doing the same thing I think that Michael wants to be a dad but I think he wants to be a dad for his kids yeah I don't think he's ready to be a dad for kids that are about his own age Mm -hmm. and I don't think he's ready to be a granddad Mm -hmm. for sure and we have to look they brought it up on the show and it's very important he's coming into an area of the country that is not as welcoming to people of color that's right as other areas are Uh, and I don't know if he's prepared for that You know, he's only lived in one place his whole life. I don't know if he's prepared to live in a place where not only are you going to be fighting the stigma of the age difference of you and your significant other. Right. uh, But you're going to be fighting the stigma of your race. Yes. An interracial relationship. We saw that kind of happen with Jay and Ashley. Let's tune to our our third host here and see what they have to say. Ooh. Ooh. Bing Ann says, ew, over these two. Ship it to Africa. Ship it out. Ship it. Nah, she's too much for him. I think Michael wants a baby. Jules said, it's toxic. Stacey said, ship it. I don't trust them anymore. Laura, she's too jealous. Meg said, shipped for life. Okay. She's shipping them forever. She said, Michael is hoping Angela goes out soon. (laughs) That's an interesting take, but almost all the rest of our chat rolls saying, ship them out. It is true. Like, they... She's very uh, stuck in what she wants, which is a monogamous relationship with this guy for him to say it, tell her everything and not hide anything at all from her, which we know he's not good at. Mm -hmm. And he's very stuck in his ways of like, I'm going to be a father to my own child. And she might not be able to do that for him. That's right. Yeah. And she's not okay with him finding somebody else to help that out. Yeah, and our chat role is also pointing out the physical abuse that we've seen Michael endure from Angela. So, wow, a lot to unpack there. And I was kind of surprised to see that most of you do not think that those two are going to make it. I I mean, they'll either make it until the end of one of them. <laughs> Or they will not make it. (laughs) The end of the season. Well, guys, we want to thank all of you for hanging out with us live. If you didn't catch us live, don't worry. Uh, You know, listen to this whole show and then come back next Wednesday to AfterBuzz TV's reality TV channel at 4 p.m. Pacific time and come and hang out with us. We have fun. And uh, later on tonight, also AfterBuzz is breaking down 9 9 p.m. post-standard time tonight. You can check out our coverage of 90 Day Fiance, where I will be the producer 
producer in the booth. I chime in from there, but also our amazing hosts on that show. And you guys, you're all watching us right now. We love you. We love you coming back every week to support us. If you could go ahead and just hit that like button. All of you right now, if you all do it, we're going to get... This you can by get everybody. Over 500 likes, man. Yeah, you can help us out a lot. But yeah, definitely come back tonight and tune into that. Yes, stay tuned. Stick <laughs> around, guys. And uh, for everybody who wants to keep up with you, Linda, of course, will be back next week. But you got to stay tuned to what Bree's got going on, yes, too. Where do they do that? Go ahead and follow Linda at Linda So Girly everywhere. And you can follow me at Bree, B R I underscore Phipps, P H I P P S, on both Twitter and Instagram. And hear me later tonight on that show. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me today, Bree. Yeah, it's nice to be on this side for once. Right? And to all of you out there, thank you so much. Uh, you can hit me up anytime at Christy Reports. And please also check out my YouTube channel, Christy Reports. Some good reality TV scoop there. And we will be back next week with more 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. Uh, the Daily Show, too. Don't forget to stay tuned to that. And have a great week. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.